I don't care if you want to rush to Walt Disney World to see the new updated Hall of Presidents or want to screw it all and hearken back to the simpler age of civil war and assassinations with great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Either way, Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com, can help you find discounts with concierge-level service at Adventure Is Out There Travel. Kungaloosh, leave a guy Hail chief, he's the chief and he needs hailing. Woof. A lot of... A lot of does anybody know what? what that's? Anybody know what that's from? What's the movie about the two old presidents that like? Take, never mind. Grumpy old men. I love grumpy old men. <laughs> I don't think that was it though, but no. close. Same guy. Same guy. I think. No, anyway. but yeah, I do know what you're talking about. But oh, well, either way. <laughs> oh my gosh! Welcome to the three o'clock parade. This is drunk at Disney in Orlando. That's Rhiannon just down the road here on here in Florida. Hi. And. From the West Coast, where they don't bother with other presidents. They just go for Abraham fucking Lincoln. Oh, yeah. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. We, we only deal with the best. We're like, what? You want us to put who, where? Well, bend over, I'll tell you where to put him. Yeah, Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, you know it. Really, on the list of people's favorite presidents, he's always up there. Yeah, because he's great. Zombies up there. He hunts zombies, or not zombies, but vampires. Oh, that's that's. Yeah, I love historically love correct, history. right? Yeah, history. Totally. Okay, good. Okay, good. Love history. Um, so big news. It's been like the talk. When has the Hall of Presidents been the talk of the week of Disney fandom and the mainstream media? Wait, we're not mainstream media. I'm confused now. Clearly, clearly, uh, clearly lots of. Uh, so the question is, what's really going on? We've talked about ever, ever since the election, we've talked about what are they going to do with Hall of Presidents? And I think everyone assumed it was taken care of. They were just going to stick him in the back and go on with it. But now there's like drama. Skipper DeGritchie, what's going on? Well, you know, somebody started a rumor saying that Disney and uh... El Trumpo were arguing because they originally weren't going to have him speak. And then the rumor is that he is and that he and Disney are fighting as to who's going to write the speech. Because traditionally, Disney has always worked with the speechwriters to get it done. Um, but I actually have my own theory on what's going on, to be honest with you, if you really want to hear it. Is all a nightmare and we're going to wake from this tomorrow? It is a nightmare. This is for sure. Yeah, and I have, I have bad news. It's definitely not that. Uh, so what I but, actually think is going on I would love to hear your theory I believe that he is going to speak but I think what they're going to do is they're just going to have all 50 presidents or all however many presidents uh, recite the uh, oh what the hell do you call it the oath that they take when they become president and each one is going to have their little the oath snippet of oath of office oath of office there you go so uh so, oh. yeah, I think he is going to say something, but I think they're all going to be like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't think it's going to be him. I don't think he's going to get the Barack or Clinton or Bush treatment. I that would actually be great. You know, well, you just described. Yeah, I think they're all going to have the opportunity to say something, 
but uh, like it'll probably be like you know George Washington and Lincoln having the the bulk of the conversation, and then they'll be like, and maybe I don't know if they would do it as they named their names or whatever, but you know they'll go through the list and uh, and then maybe they all give a little like blah 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 blah, blah part of the oath, and then get then it's over. So you're saying are the presidents also speak in the same way that Derek Bergen speaks? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if it's Bergen, obviously it's going to be uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> if it's blah, blah, Trumpo, blah. maybe it'll be el blah, blah, blah. <laughs> el blah, 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 wall. El blah, blah, blah. No health care. El blah, blah, blah. I'm the best. <laughs> Everyone else Sad. is the bird. Sad. 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 Um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who really? That guy's a dickhole. It just yeah. doesn't. It's just. Of course, it had to turn into a shit show. Of course, it did, because it's not important. So, of course, it's become the most important. So, um, I'm still upset. The one thing I'm upset. I know that Barack Ohana is the president of the uh, Three O'clock Parade podcast. But I'm still disappointed that when he was recording his, he did not know what the Hall of Presidents was. He's like, is this like a hologram they're going to do? What is, is this like a hologram? Do? What are they going to do with me? They're going to yeah. project like, me on the largest wall in the town? What? What is that? You don't know what the hell the Hall of Presidents is? He's from Illinois. Everybody from Illinois and the Midwest comes to Florida. I'm so disappointed. Disappointed. Um, let's see, Skipper to Gritchie. I have to ask you a question. Speaking of what the hell is going on, what the hell is going on with Star Wars, the Han Solo movie? Oh, my God. It's a cluster F. Um, uh, the two directors that were going to take, that were going to make it, apparently aren't having, uh, they're not agreeing creatively with, uh, Lucasfilm and Disney, so Disney was finally like, well, we gotta do it this way and they're like, well, not without us and they bailed and then Disney basically drove down to the local Home Depot looking for anybody willing to do it you know, to get the same people that do the yard work and uh, Ron Howard apparently was sitting out there and he said, sure, I'll do it as long as I can have my brother be part of it, so <laughs> he's gotta be in it Right, his brothers and everything that he makes. So, uh, so <laughs> he, maybe Rod Howard's brother will be the last Jedi. Well, no, no, no. It's it's the Han Solo movie though, not not the oh, oops, not the right, no, right, no, no, no. Right, so it's the standalone Han Solo movie, which is kind of like the, you know, it gives right. you a little bit of a, I guess I don't want to say prequel background story to Han Solo, which. A friend of mine really brought up a good point that you don't really need a background story to Han Solo. Like, part of the mystery is that you don't know what his life was. You just know that he's kind of like a swashbuckling, you know, space, yeah. space pirate of some sort. So the, he's worried that the that the movie might actually take away from some of that, you know, coolness about cool. Han Solo. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure if Ron Howard's running the show, it's probably going to be missing some of the coolness. I was looking back at some of the movies that he's made, and I've enjoyed some. Otherwise, I've been like, blah. Um, I don't know. I am not excited about Ron Howard making this movie, but maybe it'll be great, you know. Well, help me out. Help me out here, because I, when I hear Ron Howard, I think Oscar winner, amazing director, but I can't 
other than Apollo, isn't he Apollo thirteen? What else is there? Like, so he made all the uh, what do you call it? All the um, like Da Vinci Code movies. He did those, oh. which I really enjoy. The first one, I kind of enjoyed yeah. the second one. He did Da Vinci Code. Yeah, he's he's making the Da Vinci Code movies. Um, he also made that one recently about F one racing that I thought was pretty good. Um, but I also, but you know, he also did How the Grinch Stole Christmas, which <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, yeah. Let me see here. What else did he do? In the Heart of the Sea, Made in America, The Dilemma. You know, so yeah. Angels and Demons. Uh, he did yeah. Cinderella Man, which is a good movie. He did A Beautiful Mind, which is a good movie. He did The Missing. He did uh, How the Grinch Sold Christmas, Ed TV, Ransom, Apollo 13, The Paper, Far and Away. Back. He did Back to did like Ed TV. Ed TV, a big fan. Uh, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, he does he does good things, and then, you know, yeah. those other ones that I'm kind of like, burf, burf. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Ron Howard. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I make movies. Blah, 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 blah. Um, before we move on, I forgot we did not go over kind of what's been going on. Big weekend this last weekend. All three of the uh, three o'clock parade hosts, myself, Rhiannon, and Skipper Dick Ritchie, all ran the Tiki Trot. Heck yeah, we did. Yes, I saw Rhiannon. You ran it uh, with Kristen, I believe. Is that correct? I think your definition of run might be different than some people's. Please so, yes. explain what you did. With, what was your tricky trot like? <laughs> my tricky trot um, was myself, Kristen, and my sister um, attempting to walk a 5K in what amounted to be like 95 degree heat. Um, my sister, who is not only from the north and not acclimated to this climate, but also six months pregnant, uh, bowed out around mile two. Um, and while Krista and I did make it the full way, it was definitely getting a little woozy toward the end. Um, <laughs> so there was, you know, a potential for heat stroke, but we survived. <laughs> so. Did you record your Ask Rian and Sister segment before or after the Tiki Trot? That was after. Okay. So there won't be no Tiki Trot talk during... Ask Rhiannon's sister. No. That is a spoiler alert for everyone listening. Uh, the We do have a Ask Rhiannon's sister segment coming up that was recorded separately because sadly, Rhiannon's sister Lindsay was not able to stick around. No. She is now gone. Yeah. I mean, she's still alive, right? She's still with us, but not with us. All right, so I... Skipper Ritchie, you did the West Coast uh, version of the Tiki Trot for the Three O'clock Parade Rum Runners. How'd that go? It was it was actually really great. Um, we, uh, you know, took the stroll. It basically was around the Disneyland Resort, and then um, ended at Trader Sam's, and um, it was just fun. Some people brought pineapples with with lapu-lapus already in them we basically rope dropped trader sam's we went in there right away grabbed all our seats uh had drinks took pictures it was it was fun the weather was perfect um so it was really great the uh and i uh 
I spoke to the people that are actually running the charity, and they said that between that and the GoFundMe, that we're upwards of $19,000. Holy That smokes. we've raised, which, you know, is just a drop in the bucket when it comes to raising a, a child, but it's a step in the right direction. And I don't want to give anything away because I don't know for sure, but I think there might even be another Tiki Trot in the works or a phase two or something like that. So I'm excited to hear what's what's going to happen, and uh, let's keep up. Let's keep up the momentum. It's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. Had a similar good time uh, here on the East Coast. Um, we utilized uh, uh, 3 o'clock period beat reporter Colin uh, also went ahead and asked uh, Dizwire to plot us out an exact 5K course. So we did – a full 5K course, and ended up going possibly a little bit further because along the way, we started at Narcoosies. Um, along the way, climbed up the water slide. You know, we did like a lot of ridiculous things. We went, <laughs> climbed up the water slide. We got, uh, we did a, uh, Colin did a hula dance on stage at the Luau. We hit uh, some driving range balls at the Oak Trail Country Club, a.k.a. Shades of Green. Um did a halftime stop at the Shades of Green, uh, went across, uh, went to the TTC because we had to go past the Polynesian to come back to make it a full 5K. Um, went into the TTC, which was kind of, we had to go through security <laughs> to get just inside the TTC to like take pictures and be silly. So we did have to go through the security there um, uh, to then walk directly back out and head to the Polynesian and finish at... Um, the Tambu Lounge, where we did a, uh, a meddling ceremony and, and really had a good time. So it, was, it really was a fun way to not only honor Alan's memory, but also raise some money and, and uh, you know, awareness of the GoFundMe and all that. So it was great. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was really good. We didn't uh, go through all of that part. <laughs> we didn't do the water slides and the golf and everything. It was more just running around the, uh, the resort, but... It was really, really fun. I had a friend come in that hadn't been to Disney um, in really a long time. And I explained what was going on and what we were doing. And it was funny because somebody that doesn't know, like, the, the Twitter or, you know, doesn't imagine this, that she doesn't listen to the podcast. But, uh, but explaining what was going on, she was like, wow, you guys are really, like, involved and, you know, what a great community and was really excited about meeting everybody and uh and she had a fun time she did the uh the 5k and said that if we do another one that she would definitely want to be part of it to uh you know to help donate and stuff so it's just awesome. neat it's neat to see the you know even even people that aren't part of the community when they find out what's going on yeah. uh, get excited and want to help out so i think it's great Absolutely. We, we, we basically told everybody we ran into what we were doing. Uh, and well, you've met Colin, you know how that goes. Of course. I love Colin. Uh, yeah. So you, 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 you know, between him and I, we definitely told everybody what was happening and it was, it was actually, like you said, everybody gets really excited and, and thinks it's really cool. And like the idea of a virtual 5k, but doing it, you know, kind of together, meaning our community, even just doing it together online with like hashtags and things like that really made it so cool to kind of check up on everybody's pictures and everything. It was really cool. Is that a cyber, 
you know when you do it online it's cyber sex what is what's a cyber is it cyber 5k cyber k's i don't cyber k's. K's. Rhiannon, what is that you're the you're the wordsmith of the family cyber trotting i don't know oh there you go right, cyber trotting. so yeah, yeah mm. kind of fun and naughty man galloping mm. yeah <laughs> saddle up little boy wolf and what's the next thing on the list you ready to move on you ready yep. to move on uh, ready to move on quickly to <laughs> Skipper to Grinchy. I love this. Uh, strollers. He just writes this. We have notes. He just writes this. Strollers. Straight from hell or battering rams for parents. They are the Isn't worst. that the same thing? Yeah, pretty much. Did you get hit? Uh, Did you get hit? No. So, like I said, I hung out with basically a person that was relatively new to Disney. Um, they hadn't been in like over 10 years. And um, it was just weird because normally when I go to the parks now, it's with people that have been a million times. And, you know, it's really more about just kind of strolling and enjoying yourself and getting drinks. And with this one, we were we were battling the crowd to get as many attractions done as we could because uh, she was only there for like a day or two. And it dawned on me, like, what a pain in the ass people with strollers actually are. And <laughs> they they also feel, one, they use them like a grocery cart. They're not just carrying their kids. They're carrying all of their luggage and all the crap that they can yes. bring with them. And, uh, and two, they have no regard to who's in front of them. They just push that thing right into you. And, you know, I'm not a little guy. So, like, one time I almost fell on the kid behind me. And I was like, dude, you're going to smother your kid <laughs> by, by knocking me over with your stroller. And uh, it was just the worst. So I've, I've, I am anti-stroller now. I am not a happy person when they're around. They're, the worst. they're terrible. Straight from hell. Well, that's what I got. <laughs> I will tell you this: as somebody who once uh, strollered heavily, they're fucking awesome. They're the worst. I'm with you. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you. They're the worst. But when you have one, they're fucking awesome. Woof. You got your stuff. They're drink holders. You can put your drink right on there. Uh, there's so many benefits. And you're at, you're much fat if you do have kids in them, which most of, most of them do. You uh, are so much more efficient in the parks in your own life because you just kind of like let's roll and you're able to like go do stuff. It extends your day because you're like just set them in there and, and they'll be great. So I'm telling you, I'm I agree with you 100% that they're obnoxious when you're not using them, but when you are using them, they're awesome. Can I can I throw out my solution? I've been in, I've I would been, love to. I've been imagineering all Everybody. kinds of stuff. Everybody my, wants to. My and and being a stroller person, I want to know how you feel about this. If Disney went to a no strollers from home policy, so you can bring your home stroller to the park, but when you get there, you have to trade it in for a Disney stroller, and the Disney strollers don't belong to anybody so when you get to a park you just park it in the stroller area and when you are not park an attraction and when you leave that attraction you just take the next stroller that's available you don't actually have to look for your stroller and you don't have to like worry about stroller parking they'll just have a whole area where they just like a shopping cart just push them all together right and um you know which means that yes you can bring your junk but when you leave your that stroller you got to take your junk with you Right. And well, if 
I will tell you this. My response to that is it would absolutely work and it would completely cut down on the number of strollers because the nobody wants that. That's like basically banning strollers. Right. So That's it would great. work. Absolutely would work. Will they do it? I think hell no. But Well, I mean, obviously, I'm not talking to anybody about making that happen. But I just think it would be wonderful yeah. because that way, if you don't want to bring a stroller, you have the option to rent it. If you do show up with a stroller, then it's just like, yeah, no problem. You know, give us your stroller. We're going to park it here the same way we would your luggage or if you bring a pet. And when you give us back our stroller at the end of the day or just hand us this ticket, then we will give you back your stroller. That's actually a great idea. Right? Because then they could really keep the strollers in backstage areas if they wanted to or just in nice, clean rows. Just it actually is a great idea. It would cut down. I'm not I'm going to say there would be 50 percent less strollers than the day they implement this. At least, if, if not more, even if not less. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's not even so much going to cut down on the way people treat people with strollers. Like, you know, they're still going to, like, hit you in the knee or in the yeah. in the shins. Like, oh, yeah. that's going to stop. But what it will do is it'll clear that area between uh, congested attractions because there'll mm-hmm. just be a stroller parking for, you know, let's yeah. say Adventureland. You know, maybe there'll be one by the Swiss Family Robinson, the one a little bit further down by Pirates, and one in the middle by Jungle Cruise. And when you get off of the Jungle Cruise, you're not going to that giant pile of shit of strollers just on top of each other. You're yep. just going to the, you know, little shopping cart thing and take out the next stroller and, yep. you know. Like an airport. Yeah. Yeah, like the airport. Here's the thing, because you're right. The the reason people want them, it's kind of like – we. E- if you've ever been to a water park, the biggest difference between a theme park and a water park is at a water park, you get like an area and you just throw your shit in there. And that's like where you go, come and go throughout the day. You just go back and forth from your little area. Regular theme parks don't have that. And I think what strollers provide for families and groups or parents, whatever, anybody, whoever has one. And a, a wheelchair often provides this as well. People that bring a family member wheelchair. It offers you a place to put your shit when you're on the rides. Right. So it, it almost serves like when you go to like a chase lounge at the <laughs> at the uh, water parks. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's I, and and I think that's that's not what they're for. You know, no, like it's not. if you want to, like, bring a picnic basket and leave it in the stroller when you check it in, that sounds great. Halfway through the day, go outside your stroller, get your food or whatever you're taking to the park. And, you know, do whatever you're going to do and then turn it back in and get your regular stroller and go back into the park with people. Yeah. Um, but that's that's what I – that's my dream. It really it, it really brings up a good point, Skip, because Disney has never done anything to curb strollers at all. But they've done things to curb things like wagons. You're not allowed to bring a wagon in, things like that. What? You so can't take a, 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 red ride, a, a red wagon in? But what's the difference, really, in the end? <laughs> I know. It's true. Right? So it would be interesting. I don't necessarily – God, I don't know if they would ever consider consider making any kind of push to get rid of strollers just because of how important they are to people who want them. Well, and that's uh, what I'm saying. You bring up a great point. You bring yeah, up a great point. I feel like there's a place for them. It's, it's great. You want a stroller? I agree. You know what? You've got a little kid – you weren't able to keep it in your pants, whatever reason, and you, you know you decided <laughs> you decided to take the family to Disney. Cool. You need something to roll these people around in because they're too small to carry themselves. 
Okay, cool. But this is how we're going to deal with it. So yeah, you know, buy your $5,000 mini RV that you carry these kids and all of your luggage around in. And when you get to the park, we're going to park it in this warehouse and we're going to give you a normal human-sized stroller that is built to carry, you know, just the bare minimum. Maybe it's got a hook for like your diaper bag or something. Uh, or, you know, a pocket that you can like... Yeah. Well, they do. They do. Yeah. So, you know, something like that. And then... Uh, when you get to the attraction, you basically park it, and when you're done, you pick up whatever stroller is next. You don't leave your stuff in it, and it just it'll clear the pathways because I think that's the biggest problem. Yeah, I mean, just you're absolutely right. Away. There's a it's it's a big it, it is a big eyesore and obnoxiousness for for everyone. Even people with kids with strollers are annoyed by other people with strollers. So yeah. Um, more importantly, let's move on to something very important. <laughs> a, a few weeks ago. We asked Polly, yo Polly in New Jersey, to uh, mansplain some things for us. We wanted to mansplain um, steampunk as well as taking pictures in front of painted walls. So Skipper Dick Ritchie, if you wouldn't mind playing yo Polly New Jersey's mansplain, Polly mansplains. Oh Polly mansplain it to us hey guys um yeah uh about steampunk i mean actually <sighs> steampunk is not that hard to understand what it is is you take a modern convenience or technology and try and make it look like it was invented in the victorian era so you'd have let's say a tank and you go back and you add steam pipes and you add brass and you make wooden sides and it looks all cool because people who have too much free time to figure out how things would work in the era of steam. That's all it is. The reason it's called steampunk is because the people that create it are punks. It's really all there is to it. It's not that hard. Got it? And on that note, Instagram walls, also not hard to figure out. Somebody took a picture with a blank background wall, the purple wall, whatever it is, the moss wall at Animal Kingdom. They just took a picture. It was in the background. Somebody else came along who was snarky. Thought it'd be funny to take the same picture and post it to that person. Hey, look, I was at the same place you were. How many visitors are there to Walt Disney World every year? What are the odds you'd be at the same place? Wow, that's exciting. So people just keep taking pictures of the same places. Wow, it's like someone invented holding up the like leaning tower of Pisa so it doesn't fall over. Or putting their finger at the top of the Eiffel Tower because they're really big. Or pretending that the Washington Monument is a giant phallus. It, no one does that. Um, yeah. Come on, guys. I mean, what's next? Holding a beer in front of your face while you take a selfie? Ooh. Thanks, Polly. We would have never known. <laughs> that was great. Thank you, Polly. Yeah, for sure. That was really good. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry to understand. The steampunk actually did. I do get it, like... 
I get it now. That's good. That was very helpful. Thank you, Polly. Um, that being said, who's ready for a little Ask Sour Boner? It's Ask Sour Boner time. Ask Sour Boner. Sour Boner for you. And you, and you, and you. Skipper Richie, I'm going to start with you because this one is for the love of Walt Disney World. It's Ken Crotwit. What are the odds that the Han Solo movie is a shit show? Uh, I would say it's actually gone from a 40% chance to probably a 75% chance. Wow. It's high. Yeah, it's high. It's very high. Very high. Rhiannon, you think you'll be seeing it with your coworkers on opening day? Only if I'm dragged, kicking and screaming. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Like you were today to the podcast. <laughs> Let's see. Just like uh, <laughs> he has a follow-up. For the love of Walt Disney World, Ken Crotwit, am I safe on a Walt Disney World monorail? What? Well, we saw a piece fall off a couple oh, weeks ago. Yeah, you're safe on it. You're just not safe underneath it. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree. They rarely do, <laughs> rarely have accidents. Very rarely. And rarely have evacuations. But there's a really good chance you're going to get stuck in the location you're at and not be able to get to the location you want to go because they are currently extremely unreliable. But I feel safe is yes. Rihanna, you feel safe on the monorail? Yep. There it is, folks. Yeah, I love riding the monorail. Definitely safe. Go. Great Scott. Scott Gunnerman has a question about Rhiannon's handles. I'm thinking he's talking about the cooler, though. Just saying. <laughs> How would you describe Rhiannon's handles? Plump, easy to grab, or firm and tight, nice to hold, or loose, may break. I will tell you this. Rhiannon's handles are extremely firm and tight. Um, the handle is very... Yeah, you're welcome. Rhiannon's handles are extremely firm and tight. Um, it's, a, it's a very solid, strong steel, and you, you, you grab it. It really just... There's a lot... Yeah, it's very strong. So, firm and tight. No question. Great, Scott. Skipper, this one's... Uh, I know you're going to be excited about this one. Ben Adramide Bowers has placed a uh, link, and he says... Bow chicka wow wow. There's a link, yandy.com princess costumes, and I have clicked on it. And skip it, Gritchie, these are lingerie, like uh, Victoria's Secret style lingerie I... in the style. So basically, you can Disney bound as Disney princesses in lingerie. Not you, hopefully, a woman. Wow, whatever. But I would actually say they're more of a Fredericks of Hollywood style than Victoria's Secret. They're a little bit more risque, I think. Um, it's also my new uh, homepage. Just turn that <laughs> Just every time you fire it up. Every time I turn on, sometimes I turn off my computer and turn it on just for the fun of it. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of being turned on. Mm, hello. Yeah, yeah. check out. Page three o'clock parade uh, Facebook page, which we're going to try to update more often. Uh, I did put the link 
to uh, this, and it's definitely worth it. Wouldn't you say, Skip? Oh, yeah. My question is, what's your favorite princess now? Uh, Belle. Hands really? down. Ooh. I got it. I'm sticking with Ariel. Ooh. Yeah. Go Belle. Hands down. You do like the redhead, Skip. No. Who told you those lies? <laughs> you! Yes, the, the, this is true. But I, I'm also, I'm not a big fan of, well, no, I guess it says Ice Queen. I thought it was Frozen. But yeah, the Ice Queen, actually, I'm not going to lie. They're all great. I want to stick with Ariel. Yep. Ariel. I think it's probably safe if we don't uh, include Rhiannon on this one right now. Why? Maybe she has a favorite pair set. I don't they, don't, they don't have it for men. You can't get like a sexy Gaston getup. They should, honestly, because I would totally wear that next time I came to visit. Maybe even for your... Okay. Never mind. (laughs) They do have a Pocahontas. Pocahontas. What? And they do have a men's charming costume, but it's... It almost looks like he's wearing gray warm-ups and a tunic, so that doesn't really... It's not quite the lingerie. so sexy. It's not quite the lingerie that the the girls are getting. (laughs) Rawr. Hello. The opposite of. <laughs> um, uh, he has a follow-up. Rephrasing the question, is this kinky or creepy? Uh, we probably should have read that before we uh, went all over it, Skipper. Uh, and how many has uh, Colin already purchased? <laughs> I could one definitely each, see I'm assuming. Oh, go What's that, Randy? I said one of each, I'm assuming. I'm assuming he means purchase them for Mrs. Three O'Clock Parade Beat I Rider. I was not assuming that, no. Oh, flying Squirrel? The Flying Squirrel. Just changed your name. I don't know what it is, but you changed it. Um, but um, So halfway between Disneyland and the train station, there is a place that I suspect is a um, strip joint, adult yes. entertainment, closer to Angel Stadium. And... There, Marquis said something about a princess. So I'm almost wondering if they have invested in this lingerie and have it on display. Oh, for D23, they will make <laughs> a fucking killing. Oh, I have to figure out what the name of that place is called. Where Matt? They're definitely stealing Rhiannon's idea. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be the first time. Could you imagine at D23, the, well, I take that back because do you think you could really get these guys from D23 to go there instead of back to Disneyland to like get their jollies off at? Probably no. (laughs) Tough. It's not the, not the right crowd. Yeah. That's not exactly the right crowd. You going to Skipper or D23, Skipper to Gritchie? You know it, buddy. Yeah. You know it. When's that coming up? Uh, the t- like in two weeks, two or three two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, it's I right around the corner. It's the same. It's the weekend before Comic Con, so oh. I am going to go to D. De- I actually took uh, nine days off to do all of that nonsense. So I'm gonna. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? I'm gonna go up to uh, Disney for a few days, and then. Come home for a few days and then right back out to Comic Con again. So it should be a pretty exhausting time. Will you do more or less coverage of Comic Con this year than last year? 
Uh, it looks like we're going to do more because I've actually talked to some people. It looks like we're a little bit more organized. Uh, Aaron, who is always correct from L.A., is going to be there with us. That would um, help. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the place is called Fritz. That's it. That's the name of it. It's uh, fritzthatsit.com. And yes, this is definitely a strip joint. Voted number one in Southern California. Wow. Man, uh, but just to, just to throw this out, because I'm, I'm on the webpage now, uh, the 28th is Pizza Wednesdays. <laughs> so apparently on Wednesday, they have Gross. pizza. Uh, <laughs> they do a service industry night, so sin night. Uh, it looks like that's on Mondays. Sunday, is as always, is Sunday fun day. And if you happen to go on a Thursday, it's half off happy hour. Yeah. <laughs> but drinks are full like... price. Yeah, do you think it works like dollar bills if you lay a slice of pizza on the railing up at the front row? Get no. That would be sad. It's so good. I love the fact. If that somebody's have... like, "Oh my god, shitty pizza," please, I'll take my clothing off for a slice of shitty pizza. I think like they probably have the saddest life I've ever heard. They also have two dollar Tuesdays, but I'm not. I'm not sure what that means. Rhiannon, you're making Rhiannon's making an assumption that strip club pizza would be shitty pizza. I don't know what where that would come. What if it's the best? Holy shit, they offer bottle service, and they are not messing around. Uh, how much do you think a bottle of Kettle One cost? $500. Oh, actually, if that's what you think. $250. $220. $220 for yeah. a bottle of Kettle One. This ain't my first rodeo. Uh, how about Johnny Walker Blue? Let's take with the 500 Johnny Walker, oof. $325. 600 Jeez! Oh, I shortchanged that. Yeah. All right. Well, that was that. So, Skipper, when we do the West Coast three o'clock parade meetup, Rhiannon, you and uh, and I, we're gonna are the three of us gonna get a bottle of Johnny Walker at this place. Uh, Fritz, that's it. Fritz, that's it. That's it. Fritz, that's Rhiannon, it. you in? Um, are you paying? I'll buy the pizza. No. No. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Speaking of fair enough, Skip and Richie, I hear a sound that we have not heard in a while coming, bre- coming in on cool breezes from the north. Oh my gosh, it's uh, what is that? I haven't heard her in forever. Let's see what Char's up to. Oh man, I haven't heard that in a long time. It's like music to my ears, Char. Char, is that you? Yes, Skipper Dick Richie, it's me. Oh man, I was getting worried. Skipper, where have you been? Skipper. What are you doing? What's been Skipper. happening? <laughs> Take it easy. I'm here, and boy, have we got some Disney Store Canada news for you. What is it? So I've been away because Philippe has been working on something really special for Drunky. What for Drunky? Yeah, you know he listens to every show. Really? He's a fan? No, not at all. He just likes to hear his own voice, and he wants to keep tabs on me. Oh, well, that's not fun at all. Yeah, well, so either way, he's decided to do something to get Drunky's internet up and running. Oh, really? What's the plan? Well, he's decided to start a GoFundya. GoFundya? Yeah, because in Canada, we'd kind of never ask somebody to fund me. We'd much rather just fund someone else, so we have GoFundya. Hmm, okay, that sounds pretty cool. Tell me more. It is kind of cool. 
Anyway, Philippe took out a full-page ad in the national paper, then he went on the radio and he even got a commercial during the Stanley Cup playoffs to ask for people to help out and donate to get Drunkie's internet up and running. Holy cow, he went all out. Yeah, he spent over 60 grand. Wait, Canadian or US dollars? Well, Canadian, of course. Jeepers, that's like 45,000 US. Yeah, he's an idiot. Hey, that's not nice. He's just trying to help, right? Yeah, but the idiot could have just paid for Drunkie's internet for like the next 50 years with that kind of money. Can you guess how much his GoFundMe has collected? Well, he did advertise, I don't know, $20,000? Ha! You wish! So, so far the site has had three hits. I'm not kidding. Two donations for like 75 cents each, and someone wrote in that they would be happy to deliver some beaver tails to the store if Drunkie will come out and autograph his book. A buck fifty? That's probably now what a drunkie pays for the internet anyway. I think he still uses Juno or Prodigy. Yeah. Philippe isn't really sure what he's going to do because he kind of spent all his rent. I actually don't know what he was thinking, as per usual. Rent? I thought he lived with his mom. <laughs> well, the basement ain't cheap, I guess. You'd have to pay me to live with that guy, too. Well, that's it from out here. Hopefully there's going to be more news next week. Hey, drunkie. Domo origato, Mr. Roboto. Oh my gosh, I need, I'm gonna need to take a minute. I am, I'm tearing up at that beautiful song. Yeah, by she, Char. She dropped the lyrics. Domo origato, Mr. Trunko Bato. Well, if so, I know anything so, about dropping out, it's the internet. <laughs> I'm actually surprised how well your internet's handling it today. I have no, I don't understand it. Are you at Colin's house? Um. <laughs> Rhiannon, more importantly, are you willing to go to Canada to sign books for Beaver Tail? Well, I feel like they would just try to put some purple frosting on them and call it a Cheshire Cat's Tail and mm. not get angry and flip some tables. So, probably not. I just want get to excited. Get excited. I just want to get some tail. I don't care what color frosting they put on it. Um. He- you should see what I'm doing right now. I would love to. God, that sounds oh, awesome to me. God, my, my imagination's running wild. I know. Don't even tell me because whatever it is, it's probably not as good as what I'm thinking right now. I'm, I'm sticking Reese's Pieces into a giant peanut butter ball that I've made for the office potluck tomorrow. And I'm trying to make a very nice pattern of colors. And would you know that there are less brown Reese's Pieces per box than there are orange and yellow Reese's Pieces? Huh. It's making huh. it very difficult. You're trying to make it equal. Yeah. Very equality is big in your office. I'll post a picture. Hmm. Yes, placed it. Please post it on the three o'clock parade podcast page. I'm not sure I know that one. It's Facebook. It's uh, it's what your mom uses. <laughs> she does use Facebook. Yeah, they all do. They all do. Um, shout out to Char, by the way. Um. Her boyfriend, Mr. Shar, gave me his Star Wars hat because he had two. What? So, yes. Good guy. Yeah, good Man, guy. I really wanted to hate him because, you know, Shar, oh. but can't. Great guy. Great, Great guy. guy. Damn it. Great guy. Good for you. He had a Star Wars hat, and he's like, I'm like, I love your Star Wars hat. He's like, I have two. Here it is. You see? He did a GoFundya. GoFundya. Go hatcha. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Canadians are so much better than Americans. They really are. They really are. 
They really are. We didn't answer Ben the Bowers' questions, though. Was it kinky or creepy? Definitely kinky. Yeah, I'm in. Kinky. Really? Shock me. Sh- shocker? No, no, no. To the forum. No. <laughs> Moving on to Sharon, who is wearing a great hat in her photo, by the way. She's wearing an awesome Maybe she hat. has two of them. Well, she looks great in the photo. I'm just saying, I'm not going to lie. She looks great. Um, Sharon says she's way behind on three o'clock parade, listening to season two, episode 82. And her SR boner was discussed with a cameo by Ellen even. So thank you. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. And thank you for, I gotta say all seriousness, been getting a lot of very positive feedback lately about the parade and it's making me feel very happy hmm, we should stop that skip who who is talking today it's it's oh yeah i don't remember i responded to it though let me look at my profile and then go to tweets and replies i have a lot of replies because i kept on replying to walt disney world today about their wednesday wall thing <laughs> which i don't know if you noticed drunky i put us all over uh I don't remember where it is. Yeah, she had a really nice... PC down! Is he gone? Not sure what just happened. Let's get these people back on the line. Hello? Hello? I'm not sure Hi. what just happened. That was weird. Drunky's internet. Drunky. I think he's Beach, coming. I spoke too soon. There you are. There you are. Son of a bee, I spoke too soon. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. It's a perfect timing. Um, oh, you know what? I, don't I replied know what the last... from the 3 o'clock parade. That's why. Hold on. now. It was Elise. And she said, every time I listen to 3 o'clock radio, I forget how much I missed it. I know. Yeah. That's so nice. Code, that's code word. Or that's code for Derek Bergen. Blah, 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 blah. Don't pay attention to him. Right? Right? Man. So nice, though. So yeah, nice. That was Sharon, nice also nice. Thank you. So much niceness this week. I dig it. So much niceness. Man, she looks good in that piff hat. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Is that creepy or uh, kinky? Uh, I mean, I'm in. I dig a lady in a piff helmet. Mm-hmm. All right. All right I just posted in. a picture of my, my mound. Yes, Whoa. where did you post it? On uh, Rhiannon uh, Twitter? Rhiannon Twitter. Rhiannon Twitter. Let's go take, I'm going to go take a look at Rhiannon's mound. Could use all this excess orange and yellow now. I've always wondered what Rhiannon's mound looked like. Anybody else? No? I'm scared no? to be part no. of this conversation right now. No. Yeah, that's what it <laughs> should be. It's good. Um, but quickly, uh, Rhiannon, I wanted you to move on to Mr. Monkey has a question for you specifically. What does that rap bastard want? Ooh. Well, it, it's related. What would it take for Rhiannon to forgive him for moving to Delaware, the first state, and tax-free? What would it take to forgive him? Um, for him to move back? Oh, shit. Saying is you miss Mr. Monkey. I do. 
There will be a Mr. Monkey birthday party year two coming up shortly. Uh, and uh, he will not be in attendance this year, though, at the Mr. Monkey birthday party. How strange. Yeah. It's almost like this happened before. I know. Like it's year two. Let's see. This is a good question by Brian Lamas. Getting into the nuts and bolts of Disney future at Walt Disney World. How many of the Walt Disney World rumors going around now do you think will actually happen? Ratatouille, Tron, Guardians, Zootopia. Those are the four he mentioned. How many of these rumors do you think are really going to happen, guys? I see 100% to Ratatouille. 110%. If I could do 110%, that's it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the rumor that he didn't mention that I really am excited about is the uh, Monsters, Inc. area of studios. Which I don't know Do if you think you've... Wow, Rihanna, your mouth looks amazing. <laughs> Thank you. No, and I, I'm not kidding. Like, it looks really good. Thanks. That's not what I was picturing at all. I was picturing, like, more... Whatever you, what do you, what do you have in the middle? I was thinking like peanut butter with like a few Reese's put in the middle, like squished no. in with your finger like a cookie. Man, no, nope. full mound. All right, I'm gonna. Say, all right, sorry, Skip, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just no, no, so no, excited, it, but I saw the mound. It is. It's actually like, it's beautiful. I just want to put my tongue on that mound and just look away. Okay, and we're done. <laughs> Here's. Uh, I see. I heard that the one you're speaking of Scarecrow I've not really heard that as a legitimate rumor. I've heard it like pipe dream. Do you think have you heard it more as like a legitimate rumor? Um I wouldn't say anybody that I am like willing to put down money on that it's a, that it's true, but when the person was telling me about um the plans that they had heard about I was like, holy crap, that could actually be a thing. But it has to do with, like, um, they would actually be expanding. The, the courtyard where Rock and Roll, uh, Rock and Roll Across the Star and Aerosmith, uh, how it, you know how there's, like, that backstage area, and then there's Take 5 where the, uh, yeah. the uh, cast um, break room is? All of that area would go away, and it would actually be one long uh, land between... Uh, that rock and roll and the animation courtyard wrapping around the back of um, what do you call it? The Brown Derby. And that whole area would host a Monsters Inc. land with the roller coaster becoming a uh, something about where you like ride through the doors or something like that, you know? Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I've like, heard that for years, but I don't know how legitimate it yeah, would be. I just, I just like the idea. Let's make that. Let's do that. For the record, Rhiannon's Mound is now posted on the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast Facebook page. Now. Hmm, that mound pushing. sure gets around. We are pushing that, yeah. that, that Facebook page. So yeah. Facebook. Um, I never heard Zootopia. I don't even know what that rumor is. Nor do I. Oh, the Zootopia was that Rafiki's Planet Watch was going to be transferred into a Zootopia. And I don't know if you remember, there's a train that goes to Zootopia or throughout Zootopia, yeah. that that's what the train would end up being more like. That you might even go through a tunnel of screens with a Z 
that would transport you from the Animal Kingdom park into Zootopia. Okay. Well, I will answer your question now, Brian. Zootopia, no fucking way. Guardians of the Galaxy, yes, either at Epcot or Hollywood Studios, Rock and Roller Coaster, or and Tron. Sounds like yes, possibly at Magic Kingdom and Ratatouille. One hundred and ten percent yes. Moving on, Brian Lamas is this is a real, this is kind of a sad but a good poignant question. In, is Future World dead, and should we appreciate it for what it was, and start to move on? It's time to move on. I agree. Sadly. Stark Expo was on its way. Pete. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I don't think it's going to be that big of a difference. I think it's going to have that Stark Expo Marvel uh, wrapper and then just more of the same type of stuff. You know. But yeah, I think what we know as Future World today is going away. Yep. Yep. I liked Rhiannon's like kind of sigh, like just yeah. accepting. It's accepting. I noticed you have a nice cocktail there in the photo, there, Rhiannon. It's refreshing. Just some bourbon and ice. So yeah. Oh, that's not yes. Nice. Straight to the point. So, the cocktail is a uh, giving it a lot of credit. Yes. Uh, Drew Lamas wants to know, is there anything more annoying than other Disney fans who presume to know how Walt would feel about current things? Oh, man. <laughs> By that, I mean IPs in parks, prices, Johnny Depp, etc. Quote, Walt is rolling in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything more annoying? Oh, there's plenty uh, things more annoying. I mean, look at our president. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. But is it really annoying? Absolutely. Although I will say, the one thing I do know about Walt Disney is that his last... Everyone everyone knows the fact that on his desk was the word Kurt Russell. The last written words of Walt Disney. I thought it was the last we, spoken words. Written. Yeah. Written. And we all know for a fact that he meant to say what he was going to write is Kurt Russell... You're going to be so pumped when you visit this Florida park because we're going to finally serve booze in the castle. And he never got to finish writing it. So sad. It's sad. It's sad. Skipper Ritchie and Rhiannon, Matt, the gym coach Schnell wants to know, are summer crowds more bearable because of the AP structure or because of AP prices? Hashtag SR Barn. I've actually got... Can I go back to the Kurt Russell thing really quick? Yeah. So, this is what happened according to Jimmy Kimmel, uh, April of 2007. Or, I should say, Kurt Russell was on the Jimmy Kimmel live show April of 2007. He was promoting Death Proof. And he confirmed that the last words Walt Disney wrote before he died were Kurt Russell. And that he was actually invited and taken into the office to see the uh, the document but doesn't know what it means i think they were like yeah do you have any idea what he might have been what what what, what was going on like, what the hell was he talking about and he yeah. really didn't know right yeah hmm. the mystery the mystery is solved though now 
Well, we, we all know, know now. Yeah, told you. we all know that. Told you. Good point. There you go. Um, I have an answer for Matt's question, and it's both. The up the about a year ago, the Disney World annual passes jumped like a hundred dollars a piece at every level. It's nothing more than they normally jump. And it forced people to take lower passes to still keep their current rates. The numbers of people with blackouts has increased, so I think it's both. The summer crowds are more bearable because of the AP structure, which is because of the AP prices. Agreed. Sure. Um, weenie. Super Weenie Hut Jr. jumping in for what should the water slides in World Showcase countries be named? I think it really should be water slides. Like if you're if we're gonna do, we, the, this came up because we we're talking about summer festivals. Like Epcot, when is Epcot gonna get a summer festival? I feel like if they're gonna do it, it's got to be water slide themed because it's so damn hot. <laughs> So damn hot. Um, I feel like Germany's going to have the best name. It's going to be like Schlitterbahn or something like well, that. Well, there there's actually Schlitterbahn in uh, yeah in Texas. That's already a real roller coaster or water slide. Disney should definitely steal that. Tequila slide, Aquavit slide, Ooh. Tipsy Ducks and Love slide, beer slide, wine slide. Bud Light slide. Yes. Stocky slide. Grey Goose slushy slide. Guinness slide. Finny Mellon slide. Done. Not Sam Adams. I was going for a cliche. Hmm. Real quickly, I just want to bitch for a second. I haven't been Epcot recently. It just isn't that I don't go that often in the summer. I'm going to go this, this weekend, I believe. But... The wine walk was always such a nice. Remember, Skip, it was like twenty bucks. Yeah. Did they change it? Thirty-five now. Do you get more? No, you get a like a like you get like a plastic cup to take with you, like a, like a, a better cup. Uh, but it's still plastic. It's not glass. Yeah, it's still plastic. Dumb. Yeah, it is. It's that was a huge price increase to where it, it doesn't. I'd rather have something else. You know, I'm not going to do it because I'd rather just do something else. Nothing, not that other prices aren't just as high. I get it, but that was like a bonus. Like if you kind of knew about it, I don't know. I'm, I'm, de- I'm definitely. That's the one thing I kind of. I'm really kind of unusually pissed about the wine uh, flight jumping in price exponentially. Sorry. It's okay. Sorry. Oof, I gotta take. Just give me a minute. Just yeah. A minute. Man. Um, great question. Rand, I'm going to direct this to you. Um, Kara with a K, now known as Kara Ever After, retweeted this from someone named Mel. Mel got served. Is Imagine how much money they could save on international dates if they just went to Epcot every year on hashtag The Bachelorette. Oof. That would be amazing. Yeah. They'd just be like, this week... We're going to do our date in Germany. And then, hey, now we're going to move on to Italy. 
you know what would be even better? Is if they filmed Bachelor in Paradise at one of the poly bungalows. <laughs> and so they all had to share, we'll give them two bungalows. And all their dates have to be around Walt Disney World. But otherwise, they're hanging out in the bungalows. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Although it's Bachelor in Paradise, so can we just cram them in like the 80s at Pop Century? Yeah. But I mean, around the know, computer? Less hot tub scenes to be had, I suppose. Okay. Uh, Mrs. D at D sent me a text today, and I'm curious if you, I would like to hear your thoughts on this. She heard on the radio that there is a two drink minimum per hour for Bachelorette. Yes. Bachelor in Paradise contestants. Do you believe that? Yes or no? No, oh, no, it's true. It's been confirmed by ABC. True. Really? Yeah. It does but, seem like a lawsuit waiting to happen. Uh, um, yeah. To demand that people drink two drinks an hour. But they don't specify the strength of the drink or the size of the drink. So be like, all right, fill up this fishbowl full of grain alcohol. Times two. Let's see. Two Long Island iced teas per hour for these like girls who are 92 pounds. In the fishbowl. Uh, I just wonder um, if they're also going to carry that rule over to the regular Bachelor and Bachelorette franchises because, I mean, the same type of shit could be happening there, too. So, And the other thing they came up with today is that they are now mandating that before anyone has sex, they have to go to a producer, the two of them. And say, hi, we both agree that we want to have sex now. Okay, bye. And they can go have sex. So is it just actual penetration? They didn't specify the definition of sex. But that is now a thing. So it's gone beyond verbalizing consent. Wasn't there a college that you had to do that? You had to be like, I would like to now remove your top. Is that okay? It was like this Uh, set of rules. California as a state has put into law um, affirmative consent. And so that's kind of this, but beyond that, because you would think you're on camera and if you just like look into each other's eyes and be like, yes, I want this, that should be enough. But no, you actually have to go to a producer and say, hey, we want to do this now. That's Bachelor Minute here on Parade. Skipper, are you ready for the Bachelor Hour? Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. I'd fallen asleep. What? What? Welcome I to the Star Wars world. Oof. I know. <laughs> we have Star Wars for Rhiannon and The Bachelor for Skipper Dick Ritchie. Meanwhile, I'm just, I'm knee deep in both. Let's do it. Do it. Ooh, Rhiannon, Ooh. Sarah Grafham jumping in here. Um, by the way, lovely woman. Was had a chance to meet her um, at the D-Run K. Wonderful, Sarah Grafham. Wonderful. One of two. Which candlelight processional narrators would you be excited about seeing announced for a day you're at Epcot? And two of two, I'm taking jump and jump up and down, stop everything, and planet now excited. If you pick Neil Patrick Harris, who else? What candlelight processional narrators would you really want to see? Well, Neil Patrick Harris, obviously. And then when is Morgan Freeman joining the program? Ooh. Is he? Is that a thing? Yeah. Are I said when. I'm asking a question. Making this up? Yeah. Who would you I want? I didn't say it was a fact. Yeah. When? When is it going to happen? We need to make it happen. 
Does anything beat Morgan Freeman? Anybody want to beat Morgan Freeman? James Earl Jones. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, that's what to say. Go the fuck to sleep. Have you ever heard Go the Fuck to Sleep? It's so good. Yes. So good. Um, good. Any of the You know who I actually would love to, to hear? Um, and because I grew up as a huge fan of the Wonder Years. Frank Savage. So what? Frank Savage? No, the guy who did the voiceovers. Richard Dreyfus? For the Wonder Years. Not Richard Dreyfus. Who was it? Can we have Patrick Warburton? Oh. Oh, man, that'd be great. Wonder Years. It's, um, he's somebody famous. Voiceover. Oh, Patrick Warburton. That's something that seemed like it could happen. Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. <laughs> I was actually just about, I looked it up and I found it. Is the version is the uh, the announcers? That's what I would like to see. Or I would love. He's gone though, but I would love to see like R- Randy Macho Man Savage. Like, ooh yeah, and then Jesus was laid in the manger. No? Would would he have to end it with snap into a slim jim? <laughs> yeah, and, and then about... the angels cried aloud. Snap into a slim jim. Oh yeah. This guy who did Iago. Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. That would be, be awesome. Isn't he dead? No. Did he die? Not at all. Okay. Now I'm just spreading more rumors. No, Skipper Dick Ritchie did a, a uh, <laughs> like voice. A 25 minute. <laughs> oh, that was a long. That was a long show to listen to. Duct Tape and Beer wants to know what exactly doesn't Scotty know and how should we tell him? God, I love that movie. Um, are you familiar with the Scotty doesn't know from uh, Euro Trip? No. Oh man, I've seen. Yeah, I, I'm not. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Chance Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. And I once had the opportunity. It was like one of my favorite Disney moments of all time. I was in line at Food and Wine Festival, and I started saying it, and like we got. 15 people in my little area chanting Scotty doesn't know and it was just it was wonderful and a great moment in my life it's right up there with like you know master's graduation children wedding that kind of thing right up there Skipper Ritchie June the 27th was national pineapple day Barack Ohana, the Pineapple Potus, wants to know, should June 27th be the official Christmas for 3 o'clock Parade Nation? I love that idea. I say yes. I vote yes to that. Where are my presents? Ooh, what, would you, what, would you get, what would you get me? For... I'd get you a cooler, obviously. What would you get me? A swift kick to the head. So, every day's Christmas in my life when I... Tell you. Basically. Disney Popcorn. We have a first-timer. First-timer. Disney Popcorn. Nerdy81 would like to know, with summer now here, what would be your best summer night at the parks? Asking for John yes, and Olivia. Yes, that's awesome. John and Olivia. Who are John and Olivia? From Greece. Oh, I get it. I only know, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize their character names. 
Yeah. No, that's their actual. No, no, that's the actual name. Oh, actual... Oh, yeah, boy. No, no, no. If it was a character names. Can we sing Skipper Gritchy? It would have been Danny no. and Sandy. We we yeah. can totally. You know what? Maybe that's our next song. We'll uh, we'll do a a cover of that where we're singing to each other. Did you? <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> oh, well, because the song will clearly have to involve Rhiannon being the girl. Um, yeah. because it'll be really funny. Um, it will definitely involve Rhiannon. But in all seriousness, my best summer nights at the parks will involve now Disney's Animal Kingdom being open late. It's freaking fantastic. It's awesome. So Disney's Animal Kingdom makes me so happy it's open at night now. <laughs> Somebody get that GoFundMe going. Yeah. More like a go fuck you. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving it. I am loving it. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I want Animal Kingdom at night. Skipper, Brandon, what else is good at night in summer? I like uh, the swing dancing that they do at Disneyland on Sunday and Saturday nights. That's great. That's a real thing. That is good. Yeah. I really love that whole idea of the swing dancing at Disneyland. Like, I want, I don't want that here because that's Disneyland's thing. I want to go to Disneyland and see that. Yeah, it's really cool. They have a live band and they used to bring really famous musicians. Like, a lot of really famous people have played that stage, like Louis Armstrong and, you know, stuff like that. But now they have a live band that comes in, you know, local and, uh, and they play they wear their tux everybody gets dressed up it's it's very cool it's kind of like the whole idea for dapper day but every saturday night it's dapper yeah for date night and at disneyland. just way better way better well everything's better at disneyland oh you're no, just talking about I mean, better than dapper day oh yeah no 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 yeah that'll work that works we don't need your attitude skipper what attitude? i don't know what you're talking about there's attitude yeah. and there's truth and I'm giving you both. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, best summer night at the parks, though. If you're not going to do that, uh, monorail loop and happily ever after is so good. I really want to see that fireworks, even though I still think that the song sounds like an 80s TV show. Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, but I can play it on... Uh, on my music and I, I it's actually it's cheesy enough to be like 80s epcot is what it also reminds me of it's very ep, 80s epcot ish good one um so there you go disney popcorn thank you for the uh summer nights reference park hopper ryan since the ass hat's gonna talk in hall of presidents what's the best drink to order at abracadab bar instead yes <laughs> anything Robot says what? Sour <laughs> assistant. Okay. Right. That's the best drink to order. I've only ever been there once. Sorry. Okay. Skip is it's turning into Skip's WDW favorite bar. Really? I wasn't Wait. blown away the one time I was there. Oh, Abercrombie Bar! I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, he also wants to know, redo Rock and Roller Coaster with a new theme. Are we going with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy or something else? Uh, I'm going to go with that Monsters, Inc. thing that we talked about. I like that better. That would... Yeah, that would be cool. That would be pretty cool. I'm in. I would actually... I, I love Rock and Roller Coaster. I actually don't... I like Aerosmith for what it is, and I think it's a great mix, but I, I, it's, it's kind of run its course. I'd be okay. Ooh, Rhiannon, I'm going to put you on first, first dibs here. Nicole, Nick Stodash has a question. They have to split their September trip between Coronado Springs and another resort. Does she book two nights at Riverside or three nights with a bonus night at All-Star Movies for the same money. Two nights at Riverside or three nights at All-Star Movies. She's already spending time at Coronado Springs. Oi. Um, I think it really depends on how much you plan on spending at your resort. If you're going to spend all your time in the parks or monorail hopping or boardwalk cruising then i'd go for the three nights at the lama resort but if you actually want to enjoy some pool time and enjoy the bar at your own resort then i would go with the two nights at riverside i am gonna go with all-star movies or music whichever asm is um could go either way but since you're already doing Coronado Springs, then I think going to the value you're, will be great. I suggest, though, doing the value first, then the moderate. Don't go the other way around. Um, got another first-timer, Marg Gilly. Gilly goes Disney. So welcome to the 3 o'clock parade, Marg Gilly. Rhiannon, you're going to want to see this. It is a tattoo. Mark says, now that my Haunted Mansion tattoo is done, I want to show it off also. Show it off and also ask, if you were to get a Disney tattoo, what would it be? It's pretty impressive. It's really good. I want to see it. Where is it? I'll put it on the Facebook page. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Just text it to me. God damn it. I can't do that. I'm on the computer. You're a Mac user? Oh, no. Right. Never mind. <laughs> hmm. Well. <laughs> I'm just. Oh, well, whatever. I'm not even getting involved. <laughs> so, my tattoos. My tattoo ideas that I currently am waffling between. Um, I mean, on the one hand, I want something kind of cute involving Figment or the Cheshire Cat. But on the other hand, I want something more realistic. And so I'm thinking of um, the three hitchhiking ghosts. Or my latest thought is to actually get um, the tightrope ballerina over the alligator um, stretch rim portrait. That's what this is. That's what that one is. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's what this is. Oh, fuck. All right, well, anyways, we probably could have um, said that, Skip. We probably yeah, would have. Pro- been... you, pro- you probably could have. You know. Um, but, 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 I had then another idea. What if I got, like, a really good artist 
to take the same concept of the ballerina over the alligator. And, and I've seen some variations of this, but I don't love any of them and made it into Alice, like over, I mean, I've seen like people do it over croc, but that doesn't really make sense to the Alice, but you know, like how like incorporate like different Disney characters. Yeah. Um, so. Love it. Yeah. I would probably, if I was going to get a tattoo, I don't have any tattoos. I don't plan on getting any tattoos. Lame. But I would, if I was going to get one, it would be Shruggy from the Polynesian or the Contemporary Resort logo or the Disney D from like the 70s, that big D with the uh, world Mickey in the middle. He wants the big D. What's also my, my initial, Daniel? So the big D would be good. Mm-hmm. I'd probably do that. Or Shruggy are the two that I... Skip, I don't know. Do you, do you have tattoos? I'm trying to look. I do not have any tattoos. Time. I am a... Uh... What would you get? I don't know if I'd get anything. I can't think of anything that I would want on my life, on my body for the rest of my life. Um, but if I was forced to get a Disney-related tattoo... One of the, I mean, it's not really Disney related. I always made a joke that I would get like a, uh, on the inside of my thigh, <laughs> a little, uh, you know, like, no. just like, not a stick figure, but you know, like the little like bathroom figure, that little like guy shape <laughs> with the little like you are here pin <laughs> on his crotch. So should anybody actually ever see it, it'd be fun. And get lost. Yeah, right. They're like, where? I was just wondering where I was at. Oh, here, let me show you. Uh, right here right you are here yeah now I, I have four tattoos and i want more but i find myself really struggling with exactly what i want and where i want it and so it's been many years since i've gotten my last one where are but i know tattoos? that my next one is going to be a disney one where are they located? i think mansion wise the um the wallpaper is really cool where it's like the bat yeah the eye that's, that's I see pretty cool. some people what? with tattoos that. What if you got yes, the stretching room? I mean, it would have to be a male for it to work out. Uh-huh. You know, on your junk. Uh, have you ever considered that? Yeah, well. I have not. I'm glad you're directing that question toward him. <laughs> a, well, I don't know. Maybe Mark has it already. But has anybody out there thought about that? Has anybody thought of getting... The stretching room on their junk. So, you know, when you're not aroused, it's it's the smaller picture. And then as things happen, you get the full. That actually would be amazing. Right? I'm telling you, it'd be kind of cool. And then you could start it off with, just so you know, this room has no windows <laughs> and no doors. And there's only so one way So if you want to leave me, you just have to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. That doesn't sound rapey at all. <laughs> uh, there's always my way. Ah, um, sounds good too. Yeah, thanks, Mark Gilly, for a first timer question and wonderful tattoo, Mark. We're impressed with the tattoo. Thanks for stealing um, my idea. Oof. You know what she could do, though? You know, it, not let's just take her out of it. If you had this stretching room tattoo, 
it'd be perfect as you're undressing, kind of like slowly reveal. Just like the stretching room does. Right, and then you ultimately need to kill yourself. So it's great. Much like the Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Gentle Cruz jumping in. It says there's a, a tweet from WW News Today that says Disney denies media reports, claims that extensive theater upgrades are responsible for Hall of Presidents delay. She wants to know what could they possibly upgrade in this theater to make you want to visit the Hall of Presidents when it opens? This is a very easy answer. Nothing? Yeah. Or a new speech by Obama saying, hi, guess what? We've changed the laws, and I'm here for four years. Yeah. yeah I, I think you should go to the uh, the uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. I think That'd be great. There. If they just moved, great, or not moved, but recreated great movie, great moments with, oh, man, I'd love that. All joking, hatred, politics aside. Too late. I no. did not like. Can't do that. Added the, yeah, I did not like when, when they added the current president speaking ever, because I feel like it adds politics into the Hall of Presidents when it should be a historical review of the presidents as a group, and by putting the current president speaking, it turns it more into like a a political show so i think having the current president speak was a mistake from the beginning and now it's showing why exactly why right now they never should have started i'm not necessarily disagreeing with what you're saying but i will say at least that the previous presidents what they did say was they made a concerted effort to have it be very nonpartisan. And so, sure, maybe life would be easier. Well, life would definitely be easier if no one had ever spoken. It would just left up to Lincoln and Washington or whatever. But at least up until now, the speeches were nice and loving and unifying. And we don't know what Trump wanted to say. We can assume um, but just the reports coming out that they're basically in a battle with Disney saying like, nope, we're going to write this. And Disney's like, yeah, no. Um, you can only imagine like what they're trying to say if Disney's like, yeah, no. So, yeah. Wow. Stay tuned. This is, I, I really, I'm really kind I should not be surprised that this has become a big deal. That's my mistake. Yeah. My mistake. What could they possibly upgrade in this theater? Uh, it's, I, oof, that's, I, I love the question as a hypothetical, Jen. Uh, wow. What a mess. Just what a mess. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the final last sour boner of the night? Yes. Let's do this thing. Gabriel the Builder, Gabriel VZ wants to know if it's another uh, tattoo question. It's a really good one. If one person was going to get multiple Disney tattoos, should they all adhere to a single theme and how? And he gave four possible choices. 
a film era, a single film or character, theme park attractions, or no theme, mismatch. Um, I'm not really sure how to answer this because if it were me personally, and obviously I don't have a theme, so, and if I were starting from scratch, I still don't think I would want to adhere to a theme. So if you rephrase the question, like you have to pick a theme, um, then my answer would be, I kind of like the idea of the, um, attractions. I like that. Um, more so than just one movie or characters from that. But no, I don't think anyone should have to adhere to a theme. But yeah. All I've ever seen is mismatch in my mind. Other than there's there's a guy that has basically every Disney character tattooed to his body. So I guess all characters. But I think a, a single theme would be really cool if you're going to do it. Like a whole haunted mansion or a whole. I guess just all, I would go, same thing, all theme park attractions would be so cool. But that's because I'm a Disney theme park guy. I think, if anything, if I had to try and subject some rules, it would be certain body parts are one theme. So, like, you know, if you're going to do a sleeve, your sleeve should be all Alice in Wonderland. If you're going like, to do your calf, your calf should be all Haunted Mansion. If you're going to do, like, a big back piece, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Whereas I don't think your entire body needs to be one theme. No. Well, there it is. Skip, you have a thought on that? Or are you ready to end? A close to the end. A Well, just a close, too. Huh. Has uh, sour boner. I, uh, I said a mismatch. I don't, think you, I, think, I don't think you need to worry about all that stuff. Do your faves. Do your best. Just get in. Do your worst. Yeah, do your worst. Whatever, man. You want to tattoo yourself? Do whatever you want. Um, just go for it. That's all I got. Well, and that is the end of As Sour Boner for tonight. Um, remember to stay tuned for hashtag Ask Rhiannon's Sister coming up immediately following tonight's episode. I apologize in advance for having it be mostly just me reading an article aloud. You're welcome. <laughs> Any final thoughts before we uh, head on to the Wild Blue Yonder tonight? Uh, not that I can think of. Yeah, Reese's Pieces. What's up with like the majority orange? There should be equality for all colors. That is all weird. All three of them. I didn't say that coming. No, did I? Like, if we se- if we separated a bag of Skittles, how do you think that would turn out? I don't. I know. I, I'm calling into question everything I know. Or M and M's. Maybe it's like you need to have a certain sample set. So, like, if you open one bag, it's not going to be even. But on average, out of a hundred bags, it would be even. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, when I was on the car, actually, when Mrs. D-, D and I were on the college program, we had a friend by the name of Kathy who refused to eat anything that was green. And uh, to the point where she wouldn't even eat green M&M's. So at first I thought, was it just because it was a vegetable? And she said, nope, she just won't eat anything green. That's fucked up. Yeah, so... I've considered actually switching to a diet that I only eat green things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that uh, sounds healthy. That sounds healthy. I right. mean, unless it's like meat. You don't want, like, green meat. 
whatever. She just wouldn't eat anything green anyway. So I was like, you're weird. Well, if I were craving a steak, I'd just inject some green dye and then go to town. She'd be there oh, for okay. that sounds day. Bad. Sounded very, it just sounded moldy, is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Just sounded moldy. On that note. On that note, uh, let's see. Not much else. Um, we will see you all next time. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. Hashtag ask Rhiannon's sister. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and good fucking riddance. Welcome to a very special session of the 3 o'clock parade where it's the female takeover. Hi, it's me, Rhiannon, and my sister, Lindsay. Woohoo! <laughs> so, Lindsay is joining me here in. Southwest Florida for a long weekend. And, you know, I don't like to take advantage of people too much. She's making a face. Say I'm making a face. Yeah. Um, so I want to go on record that it was not my idea that she actually asked, hey, are you recording the podcast? Can I be on it again? And I said, well, no, we're usually Wednesday nights, but we'll make a special exception. I liked my, like, four seconds of fame that I felt. Yeah. <laughs> As well you should. So, um, the other two douchebags that I only record with are busy. So it's just us. Um, but I did get some Ask Rian and Sister questions. So we're going to go through those and let Lindsay answer them. As well as maybe talk about the latest Epcot rumors and get Lindsay's thoughts on those. Intriguing. I haven't heard any of this. As a lay person who isn't. Refreshing Twitter every five seconds. True. I don't oh. have Twitter. So I should probably not admit that, but well, I just okay. did. We don't judge too much. I should also do it, as I said, and turn off my text notifications. We did a little test run of this, and it was like every five seconds, ding, ding, ding. So we're going to... She's popular. Yeah. Well, not really, but anyway. <clears throat> oh, speaking of which, hold me. Answer this first. Can't maybe later. Uh, okay. So, uh, I don't normally do this as in find the questions and answer them. Usually, Drunko does this, and he fucks up and, like, skips half of them or doesn't see them. Okay. So, I hope I don't do the same thing, because I'd hate to be stooping to his level. Obviously, you have higher standards. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So, I'm going to go in reverse chronological order, So I'm just going to go through my notifications. So, Colin... 3 o'clock beat writer wants to know describe your first thoughts when confronted with the statement look at Rhiannon's dirty knees and he included a picture of my dirty knees um I would say that my sister likes to wear heels and also likes to drink and I think we can all she's giving me a face. I think we can all understand where that sometimes can be a combination that would lead you to fall. So I... I did not fall! <laughs> then why are your knees dirty? Do you have because, a better explanation? Okay, see this fucking bag in the picture? One of the classic Disney bags? I was wearing bug spray on my knees, and everything the bag wiped against my knees, the bug spray... Yet you're wearing a very lovely white skirt that has nothing on it. Oh, but it did. But oh, it did? The night it did, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Also, I think I see... Yeah, those are Steve's monorail socks in the background. Steve, Dolips, if you're listening to this, your legs are in this picture, too. Okay. Anyway. Okay. 
<laughs> so um, I guess my final answer would be not surprising. <laughs> okay, and um, we can just end this interview right now. Don't, I, I, do I don't like how this is starting off. You didn't tell me I had to be nice. I just thought it was assumed. Because I'm the nice one. Exactly. <laughs> um, Dave, theme park beer drinker, says, I need more than ten minutes to come up with creative questions. So, good job, Dave. Did he come back with anything else? or <laughs> that, that was 28 minutes ago. So, basically, <laughs> he's then had 18 minutes afterward to come up with better questions and has not. Uh, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. Um... Tiff Pendergrast, who uh, is at WWDisneyland7, wants to know fave makeup brand. Um, I probably, well, for actual makeup, I have a couple Maybelline products that I like. Um, but maybe I've, she's born with it. Maybe, maybe it's Maybelline. Um, but I really love Lush as just, like, products in general. That's where I use my moisturizer and a lot of, like, bath products, so... Lush is a fun, fun store to go in because they pamper you when you walk in the door. Alright, that's a good answer. Nice question. Okay. So I'm trying to differentiate between people guessing what's wrong with my kitchen versus asking you a question. <laughs> um. Isn't this the best episode ever? Don't you love it? I was going to say, do we have like, awkward Jeopardy music in the middle? Well, <laughs> we usually have awkward silence in general during our show. Oh, so people are used to this. Yeah, and awesome. let's hope that um, without Drunko here, we don't have awkward robot voice. So at least we'll have that going for us. I wasn't planning on breaking it out, but... You can't help it. <laughs> it happens to you. You don't happen to it. Okay. Um, so here we are at Mr. Fucking Monkey, who uh, wants to know, what would it take for me to forgive him for moving to Delaware, the first state, and tax-free? I don't understand the question. Okay, so this asshole, right, he acts like he cares, like he wants to be my friend, like he's interested, and then one day, we're both at Disney Springs, we are walking past one another at the Coke store, he ignores me, and ever since then, it's just been, you know, a struggle, and then he up and moved to Delaware, and he claims it's to move to be closer to you, so... <laughs> Well, it's still kind of far. Yeah. I mean, did he just put himself... It's not even really equidistant between us, so... Uh, I'd have to say, I've never met you, sir. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> well, he's asking for... Didn't she start the show off by saying good riddance? I don't know. That might be Well, fine. that was... Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, so many more comments about my outlet. It's a really bad outlet. We can go look at it later. Your out outlet cannot be cooler than I am. Come on. <laughs> well, it's it's not cooler. It's just generating more um, outrage than you are. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Okay. Now I have to, like, load more. Hold on. It's loading. So what's been your favorite part so far of uh, visiting Florida this weekend? 
Well, I definitely have to say I have been treated to some fabulous food. We did, um, like, what would you even call that? Like a lobster boil, sit, sit at a picnic table and crack them yourselves. What is that called? All you can eat glue crab. <laughs> okay, all you can eat crab. But um, I actually saw that they had crawfish instead, and I've never had crawfish either. And Rhiannon has talked about it for years. And so I said, well, I, I'm going to get I'm not that. related to her. She's never had crawfish or blue crab. I've never lived outside New England. We don't have those things readily available. Any hoozle. I got crawfish and they were really good. And then in the end, I was glad I didn't get the blue crab because they were actually a lot of work. <laughs> Which you then got suckered into helping us because I'm a nice anyway. person. Okay, well. And I got a crab cake out of it today. Well, uh, see. But anyways, the food has been awesome. And it's been really nice to visit with Rhiannon. Yeah. And you've been loving this heat and humidity, right? Yeah, no. Thank God for air conditioning. I, just wasn't, I wasn't meant to live down here, and that's okay. I don't know. I think, I think the child growing inside of you right now is loving it. <laughs> I don't think he's noticing the difference well, much. Oh, I think so. <laughs> What did we nickname him? Broly? Yeah. Yeah. So, so my daughter's name is Briley. Like so Briley with a B. Clearly her <laughs> soon to be son's name is Broly. No? Okay. Um oh, wow. So it Twitter was not loading. I had to actually do a search. And man, I found a lot more questions this way. I feel like drunk. I was just gonna say, good Shit. job. Okay. Um yeah, guys, she's not going to know this reference, but we'll just go with it. Um, is Epcot Lady actually Rhiannon's alter ego? Should I begin an investigation? Asks Barack Ohana, Pineapple Pia. Um, I do not know the answer to this. Yeah, just, it's best to move along. It's, it's Pineapple POTUS, by the way. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Dizwire wants to know, were you and Rhiannon competitive siblings? Like, is there a four o'clock radio and a drinking at Disneyland book coming soon? So I would say we both like to play games and like we're competitive if we're playing a game like gin or, you know, taboo or something like that, but not competitive career wise because I'm a social worker and it's really hard to c- compete with that because well, that's a ball of fun. Uh, um, yeah. No, I, I and I seriously, I love what I do, but it's so different from what Rhiannon does that there's there is no way to compare. And I'm also not a writer and have talents elsewhere that I could never even contemplate writing a book. But um, but there's probably some things that I can stop do that Rhiannon can't and wouldn't ever fathom doing, like having children. So. Um, so I'd say in general, not so competitive. We are if we get to like a game situation. Yeah. 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 Also, maybe like going back in time and seeing who was the better softball pitcher. Well, it was me because I actually uh, pitched. No, excuse me. This um, one gave up a freshman no, year. I didn't give up. I chose a path that I was more passionate about. So yeah, you followed other talents that you grew into, which was, like, writing, whereas right, I continued to me. grow my talent that I actually had. Yeah, but my I was, like, it. a lot... Just, I think I was more natural at it. I think you worked harder at it. But what wins in the end? Your natural ability that you yes. gave up on? Yeah. That you gave up on? Or the one I that I continued so to nurture? Today, man. Yeah. I can sing better than she can. I don't know. I can go lower. That's what he said? Is it? I, is it <laughs> she or... Um, Mm. <laughs> All right. Um. Let's see. 
Again, three o'clock beat writer Colin wants to know, describe in detail the maddest you have ever been at Rhiannon. So a couple of these questions she looked at ahead of time and had told me, and this one I was like, are they trying to get us to fight while I'm visiting? The answer is yes. Because I don't know why we'd want to rehash that. If you knew Colin, you would know that somewhere he is filling a kiddie pool full of jello and just nodding his head fervently. Okay. Um, I cannot think of a specific time, to be honest. Rhiannon and I are one of those sister duos that have gone through a lot depending on where we were in life and how old we were. So, for example... As a little child, she really didn't like me, because if you don't know, she doesn't really love kids all that much. Oh, They're warming up, they but know. not really. I know. So, it wasn't until we became teenagers, or I became a teenager, I should say, uh, you know, like 13, 14, that she actually started to, like, be okay with my presence. And then as we got later, teenagers and 20s, we were actually pretty good friends. We lived together for a year. Um, but at the same time, we still fought like sisters, and if anybody knows Rhiannon, she is incredibly... A combination of intelligent and well-spoken to the point if you ever get in a verbal argument with her, you will always walk away feeling like you did something wrong and could never uh, contemplate is, is really... Is this someone's <laughs> going to chime in with a hashtag poor Mark? <laughs> Pretty much. Girl can hurt you with her words, I will say. Okay, I mean... Um, but we never had any huge blowouts. I feel like this is not where I saw this question going. Um, I thought you were going to bitch more about the fact that maybe I'm a bit more OCD than you are. And for example, when we did live together, I was forced to create a chore chart. Which, by the way, I think it Yeah, but that wasn't me being mad at you, or maybe that... Okay, that was me being mad mad at you. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I I had to create, like, a chore chart, and I do believe it involved a, a picture of the Cheshire Cat... That I, it was like a sticker, and I had like moved the Cheshire Cat sticker, and like it was like, okay, when the Cheshire Cat sticker is on this, this week, this does speak to your OCD that that bothered you way more than it bothered me, and you making a chore chart. You don't put the dishes in the sink; you put them in the dishwasher. They would have eventually made it there. Okay, once they make it there, do they ever make it out of there? Eventually, no, they don't. When I do it, yes. Well, see, here's the thing: I have a house. And I have dishes in it. And they make their way into the dishwasher, and they eventually make their way out. It does not happen on a time frame that is suitable in your mind. Doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I should suitable see her face right now. in whose mind? For all the people out there that aren't, like, super clean freaks, can you please have my back? I'm just saying. Can anybody out there who is sane have my back? I think we should move on to the next question, because... <laughs> really? Because I want them to tell you... I want I want you to tell them how many times I had to clean your room for you. Okay, again, her level of I can't stand this <clears throat> is a lot lower than All right. mine. All right, we'll move on. We'll move on. I had to pick up, I'm sleeping in her office, by the way, and I had to pick up the room before she came in for us to record this because I felt like, and then in her mind she's so, thinking, what? I, picked <laughs> up? I will take a fucking picture of this room right now and we can have a little Twitter poll of do you call this picked up or not? In my defense, there's a huge pile of blankets and stuffed animals that were on the bed that I'm not sleeping with, so they're in a, what was a nice pile until Rihanna knocked it over. You have two wet towels crumpled on the floor right now. I just took a shower. You need two towels? Yes, one for your body, one for your hair. Oh my god. Hello? Okay, okay, we're moving on. Yeah, I don't think these people want to listen to us fight. (gasps) Okay. All right. Um, My liver... 
Livy would like to know. Um, we need to mute them. I was going to say, our background noise is bad. Sorry. We tried to kick them out of the house. They came back. Um, I hope it doesn't knock. Hey, probably will. Um, what is the funniest or most embarrassing Rhiannon story from your childhood? And he also adds, hashtag, names can be changed to protect the innocent. Hmm. Um. I don't have a good one. You have disappointed I, Libby. I know. But I will say there was one time that... Because I was the... I'm four years younger, so I was like the annoying younger sister. And at this Still age... Are. You... You were in middle school. And so that would make me in elementary school. And I remember oh, driving in the car... not this story. And <laughs> passing her school. I think we were like picking her up at the end of the day or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I just mm-hmm. was like, Rhiannon, isn't that the guy you like? And have a crush on? And she was like, shut up. And I yelled out the window to him, my sister likes you. It wasn't even that. It was it was full names. It was, I, I will, you do say hashtag names can be changed for the innocence. I will not use his actual name. I'm just like, Bob Jones, Rhiannon likes you. And it was just all heads swiveled to the car, dead silence. So it wasn't just like a my sister Maybe they couldn't see her faces. No, like, actual names were used. Oh, yeah. It was attention drawing. <laughs> she yeah. was pretty mad at me for oh, that. Yeah. I think that's why she didn't like me until I was a teenager. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, that could have something to do with but it. But again, Rhiannon, I just wanted to be your best friend. And, and you so thought that was the best way of doing it? Classic situation. Negative attention is better than no attention. You're from not the a person fucking celebrity. <laughs> okay. No. I just wanted you to love me. Yeah, well... Hmm. Have a delayed reaction, but all right. Um, let's see. Two book Steve at Nomad Lounger would like to know: uh, When you go out to dinner, do you also tuck your dress into your bloomers? Is it a family fashion trend kind of thing? Uh, no, she's uh, riding that one on her own. Not on purpose. Accidents happen to the best of us. Exhibitionist. Not really. <laughs> All right. Um, Brian at Dirt Cheap Disney would like to know, at family gatherings, does everyone look at you and ask, so when is your book coming out? No. And this goes back to my earlier question. Our uh, careers are so different that I actually could probably write an amazing book on the crap that I hear. Um, I'm a school social worker, so all sorts of kid stuff and family drama stuff and um, a lot of mental health stuff. But um, I'm not the writer that Rhiannon is and don't really have the passion for it. So no, I don't get that question. I'd probably get the question of like, hey, when you have another kid, but hey, I'm pregnant, so answer that <laughs> one yourself. <laughs> Hey, it's, it's actually amazing doing this whole, like, searching for the hashtag as opposed to just looking at what you replied to me, because there's so many more Mind questions. Mind blown. Um, okay. We did actually see this one before. So, uh, J-Rock, at J-Rosen, wants to know, what's it like being related to an ice chest? Which I had to explain to her, um, is a double entendre, because it it relates to both Drunko's stupid fucking personal cooler, but also, I guess, you know, whatever, I'm not the warmest person. Um, well, I can't speak to Drunko's cooler. Thank God for that. 
not. But um, I will say Rihanna and I get it quite often that we're very opposite. I think we hear that a lot. Um, so I don't know, whatever that means. I mean, it means you, you there needs me. to be different people in the world. I'm kind of all about like. It means she's the Anna, I'm the Elsa, and we love each other. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. All right, cool. Cheers. Um, kind of related. So, Mr. Fucking Monkey's back. Um, and wants to know, how do you feel about being the breeder of the family? Um, well, out of the two of us, because we're the only two biological sisters, I'm fine with that. I think our parents are totally, uh, at this moment accepted that that's, Rihanna's just not planning on having kids, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but we do have three step-siblings, and, uh, there's hope that I definitely won't be the only one out of the five of us that ends up having kids. Could be two out of um, five, but... Yeah, yeah. So, I'm hopeful. And the thing is, I don't mind, I guess, having that title. I just hope people don't expect me to have more than two, because I am two and done. So, this little one cooking is You're in your first, kids. Yep. So, after that, I will then deflect to my brother and my sister-in-law and say, you two better get started, because... Because get this shit off my back. <laughs> Mr. Lindsay is a vasectomy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, Duck Deep and Beer would like to know, did Rhiannon ever dream about her future engagement and wedding as a small girl? No. She's always been that way. Just very, nah, if I'm going to do it, I don't want the big attention. Maybe go to, like, Vegas. Quiet elopement. Or Epcot. Yes. The they're playing music in the background. <sighs> Our apologies. Really text them. Again. All right. Um, Kevin at Red Sox Red Shoes would like to know if you have a good story about me enjoying a Bud Light. A Bud Light? Right. No. I know. Thank you. That's a silly question. Thanks. Like maybe enjoying making fun of someone drinking a Bud Light? Yeah. Hmm. If my laptop goes to sleep, are we still recording? Let's find out. <laughs> oh, we are. Good news. Okay. Um, oh, so this explain why we have some more questions than I saw, because Drunko actually put out a call for questions, but did not oh. tag me in it, so I didn't actually get the replies to that. So, all right. Um, not really crazy. Let's see. Um, maybe we should move on to our second segment we have planned called... I'm going to read aloud the Epcot rumors that came out this past week to Lindsay, who has not heard them, and we can discuss them together. Yay! Yay! Okay. So, um, basically, as many listeners will know if they don't already um, have some familiarity with this article, uh, with any D23 expos that come out every year, usually that comes with a bunch of announcements. It's like a convention for Disney uh, execs and, and D23 has members, and they go and they... Anyway, so uh, this year's is coming up soon, and so they're kind of starting to speculate what the announcements will be. So here are some of the rumors for Epcot. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. <clears throat> A new entrance plaza, removing the Leave a Legacy tombstones and most of the original 1982 structures. Epcot will receive a new entry area to bring it to the 21st century. So you know, like, when you walk into Epcot, they have all those, like, weird stone things with all like, the people's faces on them because they made a donation way back when, when the park was opening, and it just makes it really hard to, like, 
rush into Epcot, so you have to, like, duck your way and weave around large rocks. No. There's a face. There's a face, guys. Sorry. It's been four years. <sighs> okay. It's all right. Anyways, so just nod and say, yes, great idea. Uh-huh. Well, I was going to say, I just, I think updating any entrance to make it more user-friendly and to get into the park faster, better, mm-hmm. seems like a good idea to me. Oh, and just so people if know I saw what, a picture of it, I totally know what you were talking and about. And I can show you one, because okay. we've taken a picture and run it a million times. Uh, I'm not, like, plagiarizing. This is from www.nt.com, BT dubs. Okay. Moving on. Uh, Spaceship Earth update. Siemens is expected to renew its expiring sponsorship deal for the Spaceship Earth attraction and Epcot's nighttime show, which will likely lead to another update of the classic Epcot ride. We would hope the problematic finale portion of the attraction created in 2007 will be addressed, but at the very least, a complete overhaul of Project Tomorrow seems likely. I think it's one of those things that uh, you're on the fence about because it's so, like, classic and it's, like, a nice slow ride and everybody remembers doing it, but at the same time, it's just a slow ride that could totally use an update. Well, do you remember the version prior to the current one? So right now, Judy Dench does the narration, but prior to that, it was Jeremy Lyons. Not off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty much the same script, and then what they did was they updated the end, and they added the whole, like, you know, your picture gets taken, and they insert your face into the little animation, because you pick whether you'd rather Mm -hmm. be in space or sea, and blah, blah, blah. So, basically, they're looking to update that. I don't know if they would change a lot of the actual animatronics, but you never know. So. Interventions Plaza Area Overhaul including a new multi-level table service restaurant, a remodeled mouse gear, and the demolition of the existing Innovations East and West buildings. A new plaza behind Spaceship Earth will offer easier access to the rest of Future World. Plus there. I like all those things. That sounds I mean, like a decent idea. Any kind of remodeled gift shop is a good idea in my mind. And okay. um, table service sounds good. And yeah. honestly, I don't... I mean, Innovations East and West, they, nothing, once they took out some of all thrills, nothing good was left in the correct me if I'm wrong, there's no table service restaurant in that part of Epcot, in the Tomorrowland area, like. Um, there is the Coral Reef in the Living Seas. Oh, I don't think I've been to that. No, I don't think we have either. It doesn't get great reviews. Hmm. So, but no, it's, that's the only one. All right. Uh, let's see. Guardians of the Galaxy slash Tron replacing the universe of energy. So they say, quote, while we have been talking about this one for a while, it seems as if the announcement of a Guardians of the Galaxy themed land for Epcot is just about guaranteed for the D23 Expo 2017. Cast members at Epcot are already being told about the University of Energy will close just after the park's 35th anniversary on October 1st for demolition, making way for what should be a small themed land that will take guests off-world to explore the galaxy of well, the Star-Lord Gamora. Have you ever seen this? I was just going to ask uh, you, have you? No, I, I have. You have? It's actually really funny. <sighs> no, no, I would suggest that you watch it sometime. I have not no. seen the second one because it was so much better than I thought it would be because I went in with really low expectations of like go another sci-fi whatever we're gonna save the universe thing um but it's actually really funny you're gonna like Groot come on with me people yeah she's gonna like Groot anyway while some are speculating that this area will instead be home to the Tron light cycle power run we are still hearing that the Tron coaster is set for Magic Kingdom I didn't see Tron though I didn't either but I've seen YouTube videos of the Tron coaster they did for 
um, Shanghai Disney. And it looks amazing. I'm down for another roller coaster. I like roller coasters. So, yeah. um, I would definitely vote for Tron at University of Energy instead of Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it going to be one or the other, or are they saying both? Well, according to this rumor, it's going to be Guardians of the Galaxy for Epcot and Tron for Magic Kingdom, which I guess, fine, that means we get the best of both worlds, but if I had to pick one, I would definitely pick Tron. Mm-hmm. I wish I had an informed opinion on Tron. I, I, I don't know anything about Tron other than... But you have an equally uninformed opinion on both of them, because you Okay, well then one seems, <laughs> like, really cool and spacey, and one seems weird with, like, weird monstery people. Judgy. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay, next one. That's kind of lame. Mission Space Update. A new on-ride film and a lot of cosmetic upgrades are likely for Mission Space, the first signs of which may even be evident <coughs> when it reopens Sorry. from its cart refurbishment in just a few weeks' time. I mean, yeah. did you ever ride that? I only rode I it once. I don't know, to be honest. I rode it one time, um, got so... Freaked out, claustrophobia-wise, in addition to G-Force-wise, that never went on it ever again. I'm going to go with probably not then, because I get motion sickness. Okay, here's one you might have an opinion on. Inside Out Replacing Imagination. Figment will be sharing the spotlight in a new attraction themed around Disney Pixar's film Inside Out, slated to replace the Journey into Imagination attraction at Epcot. Sadly, Figment will not be getting his own adventure, but will be sharing one with the five emotions from the film, should this rumor pan out. Figment appears in the actual Inside Out film in a brief Easter egg. A framed portrait of the purple dragon is present in Riley's imagination. I have very strong opinions about this, yes. but I am so excited. I would love this. Because, okay, I love Figment because he's just a cute thing, but I have to say his ride and what he does is like, eh, you could take it or leave it. Well, so I love, and I love Inside Out as a elementary school social worker, and it teaches kids about emotions, but it's also just a cute freaking movie. So... Um, I would be so excited if they were going to do something with Inside Out and get to keep Figment. Like, best of both worlds, I'm so for this. See, I'm torn because I like both of them. Well, no, let me rephrase. I like Inside Out. I love Figment. Um, Lindsay, I agree with you that his ride in its current existence is lame. But I'm not really sure I want to see him sharing something. Well, here's the other thing. So we're in our early to mid-30s, the two of us. And I'm I... seven. Sure. Did I just give you away? Sorry. <laughs> Whatever. I am four years Shut younger, up. by the way. And I, other than, like, from Disney, I have no idea what Figment originated from, or, like, was well, he a movie, or was no, he... No, it's just Disney. It's just Disney. Yeah. So, just I think he's a little out of touch for kids, and they're going to show up and go, what's this guy? I don't know this guy. But But if you introduce him with characters that younger kids would know, you're going to get a whole new audience, and they're going to love Figment all over again. But I'm not sure I agree with that, because I feel like you're right to an extent that people don't understand the IP that is Figment, because he only originated from this one attraction at Epcot. However, wouldn't a better way to get him to be beloved is to make his attraction kick ass and not by letting him being drowned out by more popular figures surrounding him. But I think if you stop and think about what Inside Out is and about the different emotions that we have, introducing the idea of figment being the imagination piece to our emotions that helps that creativity, that helps to build those islands in the movie. Like, I think they could do a phenomenal job of pairing those and make figment stand out as the special one that 
adds to our emotions. I don't know. I think it's great. I think you shut up and it's awesome. I mean, whatever. I think they'll have a hard time overhauling him on his own. I think he needs some help. And I love this combo. But, okay, I will say this to you, though, because I do have this knowledge that you don't, which is the rise in popularity of Figment. Because right now, it kind of went from, he was super popular when I was young, and I was Mm -hmm. obsessed with him. And then it decreased, because people were like, who the fuck is this little purple dragon? Uh Um, And suddenly, he's made this resurgence, and now, you know how Epcot has all these festivals, and so it started out with Food and Wine, and then years later, they added Flowering Garden. So not only have, in recent years, the mascot for these festivals become Figment in some way, shape, or form. Like, whether it's just the merchandise, the t-shirt will feature Figment. They'll have potholders that feature Figment, etc. And then, just this year, they came out with the very first art festival, and Figment was the symbol for that. And so there's really this resurgence of his popularity, and so that's why I'm kind of wondering, do you really need to attach him to somebody else's... You know. Well, I guess, and all those things are extremely adult side of the Disney business versus appealing to the kids, too. You want a ride that parents and children are going to be excited about because then they're going to stand in line together. Well, I'm just saying, I'm excited for this. Well, okay, we'll see. All right, moving on. The Land Reimagining Upgrades for the Living with the Land boat ride and a new film to replace Circle of Life and Environmental Fable seem likely for the land. I'd be okay with that. As long as yeah, I don't I'd be fuck it up. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to see what updates they do to the ride. Like, because right now it goes through, like, the gardening area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so this next one, um, I will say, I think is my favorite of these rumors. Now, have you seen Finding Dory? Not yet, no. God damn it, Lindsay. Sorry. Okay, well then... Okay, Surprisingly well, behind for having a I, I know what we're doing after we finish this recording, but... Because um, <laughs> it's on Netflix. Um, anyway, so this rumor is... The Seas of Nemo and Friends becomes the Marine Life Institute. While perhaps not a part of the Phase 1, we eventually expect to see the Seas of Nemo and Friends converted into the Marine Life Institute, a fictitious location in Finding Dory which was inspired by the real-life Monterey Bay Aquarium. While the new and popular Sea Rider attraction from Tokyo Disney Sea would be nice, would be a nice addition, nothing solid on this front has come our way as of yet. Um, so basically, hopefully you'll see this movie soon, but they, uh, the main location of the movie is this Marine Life Institute, and it just seems like this really awesome, cool aquarium, and lots of cool things are happening, and, and I think it would fit so perfectly in Epcot, I think it fits a lot better than the seas with Nemo and friends. So. Yeah, because I have to say, I love Finding Nemo, but I think I've only done that ride once, and Same. it was... Same. Kind of, yep. Yeah, so they have a lame ride, they have the lame restaurant that you even knew existed until five minutes ago, and yeah, and there's like this giant, amazing aquarium that no one really cares about, because it's like, oh, lame ride, lame restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. New World Showcase Pavilion. New country pavilions in World Showcase have been talked about since Epcot Center opened. Several have even been announced but never built, and thus only two, Morocco and Norway, have been added since the park debuted. We have certainly heard about Disney sitting down with various countries and such over the last 10 years to discuss a new pavilion with rumors that Puerto Rico, Brazil, and Spain are on the shortlist. 
Spain seems the most likely, as Disney would like a tie-in to the upcoming animated film Gigantic. Hmm, thoughts? I'd love a new country. I mean, I definitely, if you say what's your favorite part of Epcot, I'm totally the world side versus the future mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that would be cool. I, I, it all, also depends. Yeah. See, I'm gonna... I would... I love Spain, and I studied abroad in Spain, and but part of me would want to go Brazil, because you just don't see as much... Um, South American representation. Yeah, thank you. Representation was the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and Brazil's got a really cool culture because historically, you know, have the German insurgents coming over from the Nazi era, and so there's really a lot of um, different uh, mm-hmm. ethnicities mm-hmm. and races that actually are in cultures in Brazil. And I happen to work in a school where I have tons of Brazilian immigrants, so I think it'd be cool. Personally. I've always been pushing for India. Oh, that would be awesome. That wasn't on the list you mentioned. I know, yeah. I know, I know. I'm just saying, you know, if you could if you could pick one, anyone. Yeah, that would be cool. A lot of people also cite Australia as one they would want, which I'm like, meh. I feel like that would be like Canada. Sorry. <laughs> Southern yeah. Hemisphere Canada. Wow. All right. There's a good quote for you guys. <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna hear first. Okay, um, Coco replacing the Grand Fiesta tour. What is that? The one with the three amigos? See, si. oh, that one's a classic. I know, but that's the after I've had too many drinks and I just want to sit on a boat and think it's cute. That is yes, it's the Grand Fiesta tour colon the boat ride I stood on after too many drinks. Yeah. Um. Well, do you know about Coco? <coughs> No. So, Coco is the upcoming Pixar film that is based on Dia de los Muertos. Well, I think I've seen that preview. It's sort of an obvious tie-in, and, you know. So, according to this article, um, as it would be an easy change in this screen-based attraction, the upcoming Pixar film Coco may inspire some changes at the Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the Three Caballeros. Will I do this after investing in a new end scene for the ride? Well... The addition of the Donald, Jose, and Panchito animatronics with a side project with a very limited budget, blah, 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 meh, 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 meh. Um, Disney wants to invest in this park with more contemporary IPs, and Coco is both contemporary and, sadly for those of us who love the Three Caballeros, a logical fit. Now, are they thinking of, like, taking away the Three Caballeros completely, or just, like, adding Coco to that ride somehow? I think they'd probably take him away completely. I think they'd probably try and refigure the storyline. So right now, if you recall, it's, you know, they go to perform there, and then Donald goes missing because he Mm -hmm. gets distracted by a pretty girl and then starts bouncing off of cliffs somehow. Yeah, I suppose it's like, I just want to sit on a boat because I'm half in the bag. I guess I don't mind who's on the screen as I'm watching my boat ride. (laughs) Pretty, uh, well, expectations of things. All right. Okay, well then you probably won't care about this. Mulan-related <laughs> film for China. Uh, apparently Disney will look to keep the Circle Vision 360 theater alive by adding Mushu as a narrator for the history of China. Cool. He's a little dragon, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ditto Ratatouille in France. Whether it ends up being the large-scale trackless ride from Walt Disney Studios Paris, which would be amazing... Or a new film starring Remy, a redo of the France Pavilion, seems all but confirmed at this point. 
Cool. Yeah. My hopes are uh, this other rumor that uh, they're looking to uh, rip out Chef de France and Monsieur Paul to replace them with the lucrative bistro Chez Remy. Uh, it's a restaurant from Disneyland Paris, which is designed to make you feel like you were on the scale of uh, the height of a rat. So, like, cool. The, <laughs> I think, like, the, the bar stools, the, the seats are made of, like, bottle caps, and the actual lights are Christmas lights, but since, you know, you're a rat, that's, like, the size of a real huge, like, chandelier above you kind of deal. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It reminds me of, and I think I'm about to get, like, struck down. Oh, just slapped a little bit. Um, like, of the Honey, I Struck the Kids back in the day at Universal. Right, okay, I won't slap Is that one at Universal, or is that at Hollywood Studios? Oh, I do have to slap you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. Sorry. Didn't Sorry. mention the U word then. Ow! Okay. Um, something for the UK, Germany, and pavilion, Japan pavilions. Uh, while it is unclear what might go there, the upcoming sequel to Mary Poppins and the likely closure of the great movie ride may equal Disney's first attraction based on one of its most popular films of all time, The Iron Kingdom. Meanwhile, show building... Typo. Uh, that we're never... Why are you hissing? <laughs> well, because it should say show buildings, but it says show building. Yeah, sure, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Take the editor out of the room. Okay. Uh, standing in both Germany and Japan, spaces which may be used for Tangled and Big Hero 6 related attractions. Or something else, perhaps. Uh, did you ever see Big Hero 6? I did not. Did you ever see Tangled? I did. I really oh. liked that one. Okay. Um, and the final one is uh, the new Nighttime Spectacular to replace Illuminations. So without a doubt, Illuminations, Reflections of Earth, will be ending soon. The show is the oldest continuously running fireworks show at any Disney park around the globe. Despite it being a beloved and still popular nighttime attraction, it will likely be replaced with something new and injected with Disney characters and franchises inspired by tales from around the globe. Didn't they just end the... Wishes one in Magic Kingdom they too. Did look at you. You do so. Well, I, I guess I'm like, are they? What's their thinking behind ending their fireworks? Is it like environmental? Is it cost? No, Does no, no, it no, no, popularity. No, 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 no. no, they'll replace it with a different fireworks show. Oh, okay. That makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. No, and they, and they replace wishes with a new one. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that caveat. Yeah. Um, no, it's just because. It, as that article points out, it's the longest-running one. And so uh, they're just trying to freshen things up. Oh, I'm all for it, then. Okay. Well, you might have to fight Amanda, because oh. that's Amanda's favorite show ever. She... Don't tell anyone, but she, like, basically cries every time she sees it. That's sweet. Yeah. So I think she might, like, chain herself to one of those barges that they try to take away from her. I guess... Uh, this is going to sound horrible, but... Well, no, I... I can't recall it well enough to be like, oh, it wasn't just fireworks. <laughs> oh, okay. So I mean, oh wait, no. Now I remember. They're on the water and they do. Yeah. Okay. It's been a while. For the record, um, Lindsay did text me from the airport in Baltimore on the way down here. Hey, can we go to Epcot tomorrow? And I'm like, hey, um, this is less than 24 hours notice. You want to drive three hours, spend hundreds of dollars because you don't have a park pass, uh, walk around in 95-degree heat in crowds, and then drive home three hours. So she kind of changed her tune. To which I said, like, you know, dream killer. Um, I'm just stating the facts. I know. And we went with it. 
I appreciate your realistic opinion because I didn't know how difficult that would be to do and I didn't think of those other factors. A girl can well, ask. Okay, though. but next time, ask me like three weeks in advance and I can change your flight and fly you to Orlando, meet you there, and like have plans. I didn't think that was an option. Oh my god. Damn it. Why didn't you it's offer It's always an option. Why didn't you offer this? <laughs> the look she's giving me. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? I think it's time to just wrap this up. Okay. So we're, we're done with our Epcot speculations. And, um, you know, it's just in time because, lo and behold, Dave, theme park beer drinker, has come about with a question. Oh, this is the I need more than ten minutes guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a question. Um, has Rhiannon always loved chasing kids around a bar? Um, I'm going to go with no. I don't uh, know how to answer that. This, this has to do with the fact that... <coughs> excuse me, guys. Sorry. Um, so we did a monorail pub crawl back before Christmas. And Dave, he has two children, uh, Lily and Dash, as I like to call her. That's basically her new name now. Um, and... They were with us in the pub crawl, and I got a little overwhelmed with the social interactions. And of so, the children or the adults? The adults. Okay. And so to hide, I volunteered to try and watch Dash. And she is now known as Dash because she does not want to be corralled. <laughs> and she runs off, and then I have to chase her. I was going to say, if Rianne's going to like run around and chase kids, why not it be in a bar? Well, that's true. So that seems fitting, actually. Yeah. So I think that uh, brings us to the end of all of the hashtag Ask Rhiannon Sister questions, as well as any other articles that I can just hear and read to you as if I'm Morgan Freeman and it's your bedtime. You do not have a voice for that. Fuck you. My voice is very soothing, I think. Oh, it's wonderful. It's just not Morgan Freeman. No one's is. I know. I just hope you know that. I'm all aware. Okay. Okay. All right, well... Any final thoughts, Lindsay? Anything you'd like to share with the group? Um, no. Well, I will say... Uh, Here we go. <laughs> no, uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that you go to Disney um, as an adult with just adult friends, and then there's the experiencing it again if you have kids. Um, and my little one is going to be three in August, and then obviously I'm pregnant with my second... And I'm really, like, scared and excited to experience Disney again through their eyes because I'm just, it's going to be adorable how much they're going to love it. But at the same time, it's, it's hard to live up to, you know, my own personal experiences. And the last time I went to Disney was four years ago prior to getting pregnant with my first kid. And it was for my birthday. And it was just Rhiannon and I. And it was, like, the most fun I've ever had. I, whenever anybody asks... We did Mickey's so, Not So Scary as Tweedles. Yeah. And it was September, so it was super low crowds. It was just perfect. And I, I just think, like, oh, but can Disney World be that fun again with going children. as a mom? Exactly. Because don't children ruin everything. They change things. I will say that. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that um, it's going to be just a completely different type of amazing to see my kids react to things and, and be so Or excited, they could so. ruin everything. It'll be a lot more crying. <laughs> <laughs> Me and them. Uh, no. So I, I'm excited to see my Disney future is going to look a lot different. Um, so, 
Let's see where it goes. All right. Well, that's a good final thought. Thank you. Um, my final thought is I am sad that I've not been to Disney with you in four years. I know. Can I whisk you off in September, like, after you've given birth? Like, just... Uh, I'm I supposed mean, to do the 28th, so that doesn't leave. Okay, like, October then. Just, like, just shoot it out of you and then fly to Orlando. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. No? <laughs> Depending on how this baby comes out, it might be some major surgery, so... Okay, like, fine, November. Yeah... You're going to really have to convince Patrick, not me. <laughs> we'll get our mom and Andy to do it. We'll be fine with it. <laughs> our parents... What was it? Nana and Panda can take care of them. <laughs> I, I would love that. I think it would be a logistically a difficult thing, but it surely can be talked about. Hmm. Hmm. All right. All right. New mission in life. Challenge accepted. <laughs> We're going to make it happen. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, who submitted questions, and I hope that um, story time with Rihanna and Lindsay was not too boring for you. Yay. Thanks, guys. Good riddance to the guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's date night at Disneyland with the Elliott Brothers and the Disneyland Date Nighters. Let's dance. Romantic rides in the cool moonlight We're open till the clock strikes 1 a.m.